Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of The QB Factory, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Rachel Prevet, and I am joined by my amazing co-host, the one and only QB expert, Mark Schofield. So, what's up, Mark? How are you feeling? I'm doing well, Rachel. First of all, gentle listeners, wherever you are, if you're driving in the car, pull over. If you're out for a run, get off the treadmill or whatever. Stop what you're doing. Get on Twitter. Wish Rachelle a happy birthday if you haven't done so yet. She had her birthday. Rachelle, happy birthday, my dear, my yeah. dear co-host. Um, also, some news at the top that I think we also have to let the gentle listeners know about. Um, this is the second episode of the Rebooted QB Factory. Yes. Last week's episode was the first. And I think the gentle listeners need to understand Last week's episode was supposed to be a practice episode. Really? It was supposed to be Rachel and I getting together, giving it a shot, seeing how it goes. But we got done and we thought, this is pretty good. And we sent it to the powers that be at SB Nation. And they thought, this is pretty good. So yeah. what you saw last week, gentle listeners, that was our first dry run at this show. And yeah. so if you thought that was good, just wait to see what we're going to be bringing next. Yes. I just wanted to say that. It's just know? the chemistry. It's just there. Exactly. It was like out of the gate. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than this. No. And so. I, I I do think we have some song lyrics and a movie quote we queued do. up to start because we're, we're going to test this out. I know we got a lot of responses on social media. A lot of people said song lyrics. A lot mm -hmm. of people said um, movie references. I had somebody DM me in a, a, a script for a historical reference gone wrong. Which I think at some point I'm going to do. Very excited about that. But do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? How do you want to do it? I'll go first. All right, here we I go. Want to shout out to the loyal listeners for sending yeah. these because we love it. We love the engagement. But I thought it was only right to start with some Meek Mill lyrics because he's from Philly. You know, he's from Philly. I had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah. So I chose lyrics from his song. It's called Oodles and Noodles, Babies. And the, the lyrics were out of context, of course, but I felt I'm going to apply this to the Eagles as they prepare for this 2021 season. In the lyrics, it says, remember, nobody never believed in us. When they see us now, they can't believe us. us. No. So I feel like, you know, going into this season, the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles are being viewed as the underdogs. A lot of people are ruling their mouth. A lot of people are doubting them because they have a young head coach and he's the first time head coach and Jalen Hurts. And, you know, they have these young inexperienced offensive weapons. So people just don't believe that they're going to do well this season. And I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl or anything, but I feel like don't rule them out. You know, you yeah. guys are going to be surprised when they show you that they're better than you thought they were. So these lyrics were very fitting by Mika Mill. From I absolutely, Rachel, I love that you went with Meek. Um, <laughs> this was actually at the dinner table two nights ago 
my family had a meek mill discussion what? because yeah because we were talking about we, we were talking about like tunnel entrances and you know college football entrances this is what my family talks about at the dinner table nice. and I, I reminded everybody as you can see i do have the patriots banner where is yeah. it? that way that way i am a patriots fan and i reminded my family i knew as i think everybody else in that stadium knew when okay. super bowl 52 was over yeah it was when the patriots came out to crazy train the okay. song from the 70s and yeah. the eagles came out to dreams and nightmares by meek yeah. like, game's over like yes. you don't need to play this game. The game yes. is over. So I'm so glad you went with me. I think that's a that's a great lyric to sort of sum up the Eagles right now. Thank you. Thank you. I went with a movie reference. Cool. Um, as, as far as movies that if they're on TV, I'll stop and watch it. Tops on that list for me right now is The Martian okay. um, with Matt Damon. I don't know if you've seen it. it, it it's a fantastic movie about a, a, a mission a nasa mission to mars that has to get aborted the crew evacuates they blast off of mars they think matt damon who's one of the astronauts is dead because his like suit and the life monitors on it are gone okay. but he's, he's alive he gets left there he gets stranded on mars by himself and so the movie and it's a great book too by andy weir um is about him sort of trying to survive on mars and get in touch with nasa so they can come back and get him and there's this moment where he's like trying to figure out how he is to get to the site of the next NASA Mars land. And, and he's like, so in the face of overwhelming odds, I'm left with only one option. I'm going to have to science the bleep out of this. <laughs> and obviously he didn't say bleep, but yeah. Right, right. And, and so I think that too is sort of the Eagles, right? Because people are like, how are they going to sort of figure out their offense? How are they going to figure out this system? How is Nick Sirianni's offense going to work? They're going to have to science the bleep out of it. Yes. Yeah. I and like what's fu what's funny about The Martian, though, it won like best comedy at the Golden Globes because Matt Damon had lines like that. Okay. Which is really weird. It's just, it's this movie about an astronaut getting stranded on Mars, but it got like best comedy. Yeah. Random. I like it. I feel like yeah. ours are very like similar. Yeah. I mean, they're on the same page. And I think that's sort of the right frame of mind to have about the Eagles this year, right? Like the expectations are low. We talked about it last week. There are a lot of people who look at this roster and say it's a bottom five roster in the national football league. There are people that look at Jalen Hurts and they say, well, of course they should trade for Deshaun Watson. Of, of, of course they should, you know, draft a, a quarterback if they can, if they get, you know, the second rounder from Wentz, the, maybe they still get the first rounder from the Wentz deal, use that to draft a quarterback. The expectations are so low yeah. that there's nowhere to go but off. Right. And I do think that, you know, we're going to start seeing as we get into, you know, these preseason games that are coming up, which we can talk about what we want to see from them. Mm -hmm. We're going to see the makings of them, you know, science and the bleep out of it or, you know, overcoming the odds that the people and the doubters and all of that, like you talked about. Um, I, I think we're going to see if they can put that in place over the next couple of weeks. And I, I can't wait to see how this all plays out because, like you said, all they can do is go up. That's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. But we also had someone on Twitter who listened to us and they understood the assignment and they also commented and asked us to question asked us a question. Yep. So it came from Vernon Megan. Is that I, I think that's how you pronounce it? Not Works really for sure. me. Works for me, Rachelle. For asking us a question, and he actually said, if there is one area where Jalen Hurts could improve to make the leap to be a top twelve quarterback, what would it be? So I'm gonna let. Do you want to go first? I'll let you go. I first. can go first on this. Um, and it's sort of like we talked about last week, Rachel. Right? Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I get asked this question all the time, like, oh, 
Daniel Jones, he, he has to make the year three leave. How many touchdowns does he have to, has to throw? Or what should his completion percentage be? And I don't think people should get caught up on just raw numbers. I know it's easy to sort of spit out numbers right now and say, oh, well, you know, this completion percentage means he's good or these interceptions means he's bad. It has to start with the decision-making. <laughs> the decision-making. Did I take your answer? Fine, keep going. Go, go, go. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, but that's, that's, the, that's the thing, right? Like, we shouldn't get so caught up on, oh, he, he threw this many interceptions. Now, certainly, interceptions will go into that decision-making and how we evaluate it. But can he get the ball out on time in rhythm and put it where it's supposed to be in the context of the given play? Like if the if the route concept and the coverage are so that he should be throwing the corner route to the tight end and he throws the hitch backside to the X receiver, like right. that's a problem. Like, but if he's putting the ball where it should be when it needs to be there, that sort of decision making, that's what we want to see. We want to see and we, we always hear the phrase the game is slowing down for him, right? Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? What could we as as observers, as fans watching these games in the preseason and in the regular season look for? Look for anticipation throws. Look for throws when he's getting the ball out before the receivers break. There was a great couple of years ago. It was back when Phil Sims. again, I'm showing my age here. It's going to be a common theme with this show is me reminding everybody how old I am. <laughs> but there was a game where – Ben Roethlisberger was hurt for the Steelers. So Landry Jones was playing quarterback and Phil Sims and Jim Nance were in the booth. And they had this great quote about from Antonio Brown, who was a Pittsburgh Steeler. Again, this was a long time ago, kids. Yeah. And Antonio told Nance and Sims in the week leading up to the game that he told Landry Jones as a receiver, if I see you throw the ball, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. I can't see you throw the ball to me. I have to turn around and have the ball has to be on its way. That's what I want to see from Jalen Hurts this year. It's not so much like the the, the production. I want to see him, the decision-making, getting ahead of the plays, the game slowing down for him, making those anticipa anticipation throws. And so when Jalen Ragor is running a post route and he makes his break, the ball is already almost there. Not he makes his break and Jalen's like, oh, he's going to be open. And now you throw it because then those NFL safeties, they're going to break on those throws. And what should have been a big play is a breakup or an interception. And so I probably, I'm guessing, stole your answer. And I'm sorry, but no, okay. what do you want to see? Great minds think alike. You there we know? go. So there clear, we go. You know, that just tells you a little bit something about us. But I yeah. said decision making as well under pressure because I feel like this touches on more than one area if you think about it like decision making also kind of touches on a quick release like you were mentioning because yeah. i feel like we know jalen hurts is quick we know that he's a mobile player we know that he can scramble and we know that he can make something out of nothing but we know that these defenses are going to be preparing for that you know and it's kind of like when they start to apply that pressure and rule out some of his options is he going to be able to think on his feet? Is he going to be able to uh, make something out of nothing and target his receivers, you know, right. and utilize them? So I feel like the decision making is something that's going to come over time for sure. But it's kind of like a foundation in a way right. because you can make a decision quickly. That's also going to impact like your quick release and your accuracy and being able to um, hit your receivers and your targets. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's so critical, and I'm so glad you brought up the idea of the sort of the quick release because you know there's been a lot made about sort of quarterback mechanics, right? And and Jalen Hurts himself, when he was at Oklahoma, he had a bit of a loopy delivery, and he's really worked to tighten them up. 
but the one way you can really make that quick release even faster is like you said, that decision making, right? And so if you're ahead of the game with your mind, if you're ahead of the concept and the play and the coverage with your mind, you're going to be quicker with that release. That ball is going to come out quicker of your hands and it's going to negate any sort of loopiness to your throwing motion. And so I think tying the decision making to that quick release is such a great way to put it. And that's something I'm certainly going to be watching as well. And reading the defense, I feel like that also kind of touches with the quick release. Yeah. Well, not the quick release, scratch that. That also touches with like your decision making. Yeah. You are able to make those decisions and be able to read the, you know, defense and, you know, see the field. Right. That also. uh, And and that's why I'm very curious to see, Rochelle, Nick Sirianni's offense in action. Like, I'm so. And this is the old failed quarterback in me. I, I'm so curious to see how offensive coordinators and offensive-minded head coaches structure their offense to give their quarterback help. So something I'm going to be – and, again, we're going to see vanilla stuff when they play in the preseason, first preseason game here in a couple nights. Um, yeah. We're going to see vanilla stuff. It's going to be basic. But I, I am going to be curious. Is there a lot of pre-snap movement, pre-snap yeah. motion? All that stuff that gives Jalen Hurts like an indicator whether it's man versus zone, what kind of coverage it might be, right? When you see that receiver go in motion across the formation, you see a defensive back running with him, oh, it's man coverage. Okay, now I know I'm getting man coverage. I can make the right decision. He goes in motion. Nobody follows him. It's zone. I can now make my zone reads. Mm-hmm. Again, as a Patriots guy, at the end of Tom Brady's time in New England, Josh McDaniels was using so much motion to give Tom Brady information. And this yeah. is Tom Brady. Like, if you're doing it for Tom Brady, you better be doing it for younger quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts, like Zach Wilson, all these young guys in the NFL. So I'm very curious to see how much Sirianni's offense is structured to give Jalen Hurts information and to put his players in a position to be successful when that ball is snapped. Yeah. And the media has definitely been trying to get it out of him. Like a lot of the press conferences I've been listening to. Yeah. Asking him, so what are you guys, you know, trying to get in set in stone? And he's just like, this is on hush hush. We can't yeah. get, you know, we can't let y'all know that, you know, right. not the regular season yet. So people are definitely trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because I, I do think that, you know, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. There's a lot of excitement about what Sirianni's offense is going to look like. Because we, we've seen bits and pieces of what he's done and how he structured it, you know, how he structured it for Philip Rivers during his time in Indianapolis, what he used to do, you know, and other, some other of his stops. What is it really going to look like now that it's completely his show for Jalen Hurts? What is that offense going to look like? So I'm very curious to see what it looks like. I'm sure you're curious as well. It has to be unique. Like that's it has to be unique because right. one hurts, as we can see, is a pretty unique quarterback, you know? So whatever they do, I mean I'm I'm, I'm very curious to see if we see a lot of concepts Hurts ran in college. You know, okay. last year, you know, the offense was built for Carson Wentz. I mean, yeah. that's just what it was. And so, you know, that was the, the, the playbook and the, the concepts and the schematics that were put in place. And he was stepping into that. Now right. it's an offense that for every reason should be built for Jalen Hurts, right? Because yeah. he's your, they released their depth chart today. Right. He's QB one. I don't think anybody expects Nick Mullins or Joe Flacco to be the starting quarterback. <laughs> I, I'm not cool with that either. I mean, no. Um, and I, I think you want to give this kid the shot to win the job, prove that he's one and you can go in a different direction next offseason. So you structure the offense to him. I think if you're smart, Nick Sirianni, you go to that Lincoln Riley playbook, the stuff that made him a Heisman candidate and all that stuff. That's good. What did he run? What did he like to run? You should build this offense with him in mind. If yeah. not with him in mind, with him, period. Like go to Jalen Hurts and say, okay, 
here's your Oklahoma playbook, Jalen. What yes. plays did you like? We're going to get these into this offense. And I think if we start seeing, we probably won't see it. Maybe we do um, right. in the preseason. I'm very curious to see how much of his college concepts are incorporated into the Eagles playbook. That would be very key because you want to make sure that your quarterback is confident in yeah. what, you know, what they're executing, you know? Right. So it's, that would be, that would be yeah. smart of the Eagles to do. It, it's like anything else in life, like whatever you're doing, like, you know, if you're, if you're making steak, you know, right. the first time you make a steak, you might ruin it. Yeah. But like the 15th time, you're probably pretty good at it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so any, the more familiar you are with what you're tasked to do, whether it's driving, making a steak, or I don't know, playing quarterback with right. you know, 11 people trying to kill you, the yeah. more familiar you are with what you're asked to do, the better you're going to be. And so I think as we're in this era of trying to get younger quarterbacks onto the field, trying to get younger quarterbacks playing because it's so advantageous to have a quarterback on his rookie deal. You better be going to their high school coaches and saying, what did he like to run pulling stuff out of their playbook? I mean, think about it this way when, you know, they had to structure an offense around Alex Smith in Kansas city, Matt Nagy and Andy Reid. they went to urban Myers offense at Utah. Back when yeah. Smith was like 10, 20 years ago and said, what did you like to run? And they pulled concepts out of that. That's what you need to do for quarterbacks. Working smarter, not harder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> Rachelle. Like, what did you like to run? What did you have fun running? We're yeah. going to get that stuff into the play, but it shouldn't be like, these are the plays you're going to run. It's going to be like, what do you want to do? Yes. Especially if that's like the, that's the leader, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like you should be working to make sure that the leader is in a good place. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a quarterback-driven league. Like, yeah. all these rosters, like, everybody loves Denver's roster, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Right. Is it Drew Log? Is it Teddy Bridgewater? Like, we don't know. It's Everybody likes New England's roster, but is it going to be Cam? Is it going to be Mac? I hope it's Cam. I think Cam could be great in that offense, but we don't know. 
it's a quarterback driven league. So you have to do the things that make your quarterback successful and comfortable. A comfortable and confident quarterback is going to be a successful one. So if you have to basically take Lincoln Riley's playbook, which I have on the shelf over there, yes. and it just change the first page to Philadelphia Eagles 2021, like do that. Like mm-hmm. you're going to put your quarterback in a position to be successful. So that's what you should be doing as a coach. Exactly. I think you're hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, some of those, uh, Secrets over here. We I will. I will. But Coach Siriati, please, if you're listening, tell me that. Tell us that you've already done that, please. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, we're running out of time. I would yeah. hope. So. Yeah. You touched a little bit on preseason. Eagles have their preseason first preseason game this Thursday against the Steelers. That's super super exciting. And the Steelers just also came off of a victory uh, in the Hall of Fame game last Thursday against the Cowboys. Super exciting. So going into this game, what are some things we need to look out for as in regards to Dwayne Haskins? They also have Mason Rudolph because I'm sure Ben Roethlisberger is not going to be playing. Um, Right. Um, I think more than anything else, you know, this is going to be a very vanilla game. I I think the backup quarterback battle in Pittsburgh is fascinating to me. Yes. Because I was somebody that was pretty high on Dwayne Haskins. He was my QB2 that year. Like, my quarterback rankings are worth anything. But I thought that he was a good quarterback. He just – the thing with Haskins is he's that sort of battleship, that throwback, traditional quarterback, where he's going to be in the pocket seven yards deep every single play. Like, he's not somebody you move around a ton. He's not somebody you design – QB rollouts for, but I do think that there's a good quarterback still in Dwayne Haskins. And I kind of think, and I'm curious your thoughts. I think it's his job to lose this sort of backup job because you, you win that backup job. You're the heir apparent, right? We don't expect Ben Roethlisberger to play another nine years like Tom Brady. He's probably, this is probably it for him. So you put yourself in a situation where you could be the next starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers if you win this backup job. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. I thought he showed some flashes, you know, last Thursday night. Mason Rudolph had like one good throw. Right. Um, But that's what I'm curious. I'm very curious to see that backup quarterback battle. What about you? I'm super, one, I'm very excited to see that he got a second chance. I mean, he, he almost ruined it. Yeah. I think we all know this. So I think yeah. it's exciting to see them and hopefully he's really taking this role seriously in this comp battle. But um, I was looking at some of like the numbers from the game on Thursday against the Cowboys. And it said that Mason Rudolph, he started, but he completed uh, six of nine attempts for 84 yards. And Haskins was eight of 13 for 54 yards. In, in a way, I'm kind of okay with that though. Like yeah. the yardage, because one of the things that always sort of bugged me about Haskins was his willingness to sort of be super aggressive at times and to sort of yeah. take risks he doesn't need to. To see him sort of spreading the ball around and like checking it down at times, that's an evolution. That's almost like maturation in progress, right? Where, yeah. you know, he's not forcing throws. He's taking what the defense gives him. He's checking the football down. That's what I think you need to do to win a backup job. It, yeah. it, it's kind of different in a way. Like to be the starter, you have to show that you can execute at a high level. To win the backup job, your main focus is don't ruin things, don't screw things up. Like don't come in and start throwing interceptions because then right. you're just making a bad situation worse. So if he's going out there and checking the football down, keeping the offense on schedule, you know, not f- throwing it away on third and lawn when there's nothing there, that's going to show the coaches that look, if we have to play him, we're still going to be okay. He's not going to come in and just the wheels are going to f- completely come off the offense. So I think that's in a way a good sign, but 
I mean, I'm like, like you, I'm very hopeful that Haskins has sort of put it together. Um, his time here in Washington was, was rough and, and, and Washington is, is a tough city with quarterbacks. Like yeah. there are still sections of this Washington fan base that are pining for good old Kirk cousins, which yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Um, yeah. It, it Washington's a tough city with its quarterbacks. Um, you know, and Haskins sort of had a tough run here. So yeah. I'm hopeful that it sort of comes together for him in Pittsburgh. I think that's a good situation for him. I'm hopeful he wins that backup job because I think it would put him in a position to be the next starting quarterback because I still think he's a good quarterback. There are a lot of things I really like. One of my favorite things about Haskins was the game that Ohio State lost to Purdue his year. Okay. Like he's out there in the fourth quarter, like calling audibles and like checking plays. They're down like two touchdowns, yeah. but he didn't quit. Like he did not quit in that game. And I, I always appreciated that about him. So I, I think there's like, like I'm going to talk a lot about, I always talk about competitive toughness at the quarterback position because yeah. it's a leadership position, right? Like I know what it, I know what it's like, Rachelle, to step into a huddle yeah. and see 10 sets of eyes looking at their cleats. Because right. they don't like you. They don't trust you. They, they think you're bad. Like, I've been there. It's yeah. a leadership position. And Haskins in that game against Purdue showed me he had that. And I want to see him sort of recapture that. And hopefully he can in Pittsburgh. And bouncing back from his situation with Washington, like you said, yeah. I think already have this perception about him based off of what he already experienced. So I think, like you said, the QB position is so much more than just skill. It's also yeah type of person you yeah. are well so if he can you know put that weight on his shoulders and still be like successful thriving quarterback like that tells you a lot if yeah. he's able to bounce back yeah i mean you have to have a short memory right yeah it's like like ted lasso you gotta be a goldfish you gotta yeah. like forget the mistakes you gotta forget all that yeah. and it will be a great sign for his development if he can put that in the rearview mirror and mm -hmm. and win this job i think that will be because when they signed him there are a lot of people who are like it's a waste of a spot. Like you got Mason Rudolph, you got Doc Devlin Hodges, who's apparently still an NFL quarterback. Why are you doing this? I think that would be a fantastic development for his career. If you can come in, win that backup job and who knows, maybe be their next starting quarterback. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And so also going back to the Eagles, this would be our first time really seeing Jalen hurts, like with a clean slate, like fresh yeah. start going to the season. So it's exciting to be seeing that. Um, what are you going to be looking for? Well, first of all, any preseason game, the main thing is get everybody out of the game healthy. Like, please knock on wood, no injuries. Like, we don't want to see injuries. That That's the worst part of the preseason is, is when players get knocked out. Um, I, I want to see a sort of – I know we're going to see vanilla stuff, right? Like, they're not going to show us their full hands. But I, I want to see personnel packages. Like, did we see – you know, a lot of three and four receiver stuff. Did we see two, two tight end stuff? Like, what are the personnel packages going to look like? How are they going to be used? Okay. Generally, like the concepts, right? Are we going to see a lot of quick game stuff, which we probably will because it's preseason. Okay. You don't want to expose the quarterback to, to hits. And then it's a lot of the stuff we talked about at the outset, right? When he's allowed to throw the ball because does he see a drive? Does he see two drives, a full quarter? Is the ball getting out on time and in rhythm? Like, I'm not going to be focused on the completion percentage or the results, but I yeah. want to see the process. Preseason should be about process, right? What does the process look like on a given play, a given drive, a given down, a given snap? And is that a good process, which you think can be replicated in the regular season, which will then lead to good results? So I'm, this is a process evaluation period. I, don't, I want to see what the process looks like. What about you? I'm excited to see how the defense is, knowing, like, who they're preparing for. Because we know, like, Pittsburgh defenses, you know, is like that. Yeah. So I see like how they're going to 
prepare for Hurts. Right. That he's such a mobile quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback, like, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a very good point. Like, are they going to, like, like third and six on the first drive, do we see them take a linebacker to spy Jalen Hurts? Because uh, the mobility of a quarterback is such a weapon in today's NFL. People have asked me, like, who are you more worried about defending, a Tom Brady or Lamar Jackson? And as good as Tom Brady remains, it's Lamar Jackson. Because if it's third and five, I'm not worried about Tom Brady scrambling for a first down. I'm worried about Lamar right. doing that. Like you get, when you're going to start dedicating resources to a quarterback's threat yeah. with his legs, yeah. that's trouble for a defense. And Hertz has that ability. So if it's third and five in this game, are we going to see a linebacker spiling Jalen Hurts? If so, right. that tells me teams are still worried about him. That's going to open up things. That's going to create favorable matchups on the outside, perhaps some easy reads and throws for him. That's a good place for Nick Sirianni's offense to be if teams are going to have to worry about Jalen Hurts. So that's a great point. If if teams have to go out and say, we got to defend this guy differently, yeah. that's a good place for the Eagles to be. For sure. And like we said, this is only the first game. So it's yep. like – Don't overreact, everybody. Right? <laughs> like, like, I, I don't want to see on my timeline Friday morning, everybody like lining up, like, oh, my God, it's over before it begins. Yeah. The skies – it's preseason week one. I'm – yeah, I'm here in Washington. I remember Steve Spurrier's first preseason as a head coach. They went four and zero. They were blowing everybody out. They were they were scheduled the parade for the Super Bowl victory here in Washington, and that team went like three and 14, 13 or whatever. I'm still doing the new math. Like yes. preseason, it's 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 a time to like Rachel said, figure things out. Don't overreact, please. We're begging you, don't overreact. People have been re- re- overreacting about training camp. Yeah. But- you know, this will be the test. This will be a test for, you know, I'm excited to see Hurts and I'm also deci- excited to see Haskins. So yeah. I think it's, it's, really- it's going to be fun. We get actual football to talk about. So next week we'll have actual football to talk about too, instead of, you know, just, you know, me making bad Martian references right. and things like that. So um, it's, it's great. It's great. We get football. It's super fun. It's super exciting, but just don't, don't overreact. It's yeah. just, it's just preseason. We yeah. hope nobody gets hurt. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. I think yeah. that's important. And you guys keep those questions coming. Yeah. Please send in questions, send in references. If you want to, like I said, I got a script for a historical reference to use at some point, which I will from Shane at Shane half and half. Um, good friend of the show. Um, keep sending in stuff, send it in the comments, the feedbacks, um, pull over. If you haven't already, wish Rachelle a belated happy birthday. Please do that for my fantastic co-host. Um, it would mean a lot to her. Um, but yeah, fun, fun episode again. It was another fun episode. Yeah. It coming and preseason is here. Yeah, we made it. We made it. Yeah, woohoo! We made it back to football. Uh, subscribe. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to check out the other content. We dropped a lot another a, not a lot of episodes on the podcast feed. So make sure you guys check in that the training camp updates every single day. So make sure you guys are checking out all of that good stuff. Um, and we'll be back next week. So that's a wrap. Go Eagles. Yeah. <laughs>